What's up, everybody? Before we get into the episode, I just want to tell you fast kind about our sponsors here at the podcast. First, we got the Grow Guru Hawaii. If you've ever wanted to grow your own medical cannabis, hit up my boy Kale at the Grow Guru on Instagram, and he can set you up and take care of you and teach you all you need to know. And you can stop fucking around with overpriced dispensaries or shady black market deals and start growing your own medicine and you know hawaii is probably going to be rec- legal soon so you might as well grow your own recreation but thanks Kale, for sponsoring the podcast <laughs> fucking next we got pakalolo seed of molokai uh check out my boy bong of pakalolo seed on instagram or pakalolo seed on instagram you can also find their seeds on the attitudeseedbank.com and puresativa.com so once you've gotten all your knowledge and shit from Kalei, you can go hit up Bong and put the two together and make a happy third, which would be you smoking your own medicine. Lovely. Next, we got Retro Designs from Hawaii. My boy Jerry has got you covered in the throwback clothes department. You know, if you're into fucking 90s and 80s styles of local Hawaii clothes, Make sure you hit up my boy Jerry at Retro Hawaii on Instagram. He's also the owner of Campania Lures, so check out his website and look for the Retro Hawaii section. And last and definitely not least, we got Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com backslash voices from the planet, you can get yourself a free 30-day trial of Audible.com. They got a ton of fucking Audible books. Audible? Audiobooks. Right. And... With your 30-day trial, you get one free audiobook download that you get to keep, even if you don't keep the subscription. So once again, that is audibletrial.com black, black slash, backslash voices from the planet. All right, that's it. Short and sweet. Let's get into this episode. Love you guys. Peace. sort of voices from the planet i am your host eric thank you again for joining me this is episode number 104 and um so how the fuck have you guys been good i hope hope you guys had a great week and a great weekend this is monday May 3rd. Holy fuck, we're in May already. Jesus Christ, sorry. You may hear I sound a little sniffly because my nose is stuffy and fuck. Uh, Yeah, right into the microphone. 
I wasn't going to not record a podcast. I thought about it. I was like, maybe I just won't record one because I sound like death. But fuck it. I'm in your ears, all congested and shit. But, um, yeah, fucking weekend was fucking pretty awesome. Um, on Saturday, on Saturday, I took Hito to the Grow Guru's farm to check out and help out a little, you know. Fucking, it was good. Um, fuck, I used to work like cubicle office job. And rarely got the chance. I did like once. Not like I'm like an outdoorsy fucking farmer or anything like that. But every once in a while, I feel like it's fucking good for everyone to get their hands a little dirty. You know what I'm saying? So I took him. Oh, excuse me. Fuck. I took Hito over. We hung out with Kalei and helped out. <clears throat> So shout out to Kalei for having us over. Shout out to fucking uh, Takalolo show for featuring, you know, my longest running sponsor on the podcast, The Grow Guru. Um, you go check out Takalolo show on all the platforms and that video on YouTube. Um their most recent episode had Kalei was on it and they talked about all things growing. So yeah, fucking shout out to Takalolo. And you see Kalei, that's how you fucking do it. Alright. You just fucking shout him out. Alright. So I fucking I watched the fucking Takalolo show with Kalei and Little Jordy. And um I had to have a talk with my boy Kalei after because he missed two fucking perfect opportunities to shout out Voices from the Planet and the episode we did where we had the Fino hunt with fucking the Hawaiian Alchemist and Uber and fucking Mike fucking Bud Naked on Instagram. Go check him out. And then fucking Uncle Joey. Not that Uncle Joey, but a different Uncle Joey. Like, we recorded this fucking epic podcast. It was like three hours, I think, just about. And, um, yeah, we've the Fino Hunt episode, and we had fucking the Hawaiian Alchemist cooking for us and helping Kalei narrow down and fucking, I don't know, you know, if you know what a Fino Hunt is, you're just pretty much sampling all these different variations of the same strain of weed to find which one is like the top of the top and um so we recorded this whole epic podcast and Kalei was on the Takalolo show and talked specifically about that episode like I don't expect you to just randomly shout me out that would be awkward but two times it brought was brought up <clears throat> About that specific pheno hunt and the poi dog strain. And he even talked about having the Hawaiian alchemist over and cooking and matching different 
food pairings to the strain. And it's like, dog, man, you missed like two perfect opportunities. I was like, oh, I got to talk to this guy. So talk to Calais. And but it's all good. I mean, I'm fucking around for real. But he was like, I don't even know, like, if it was okay to, like, shout out your show on his show. And I was like, dog, look, you're the guest on this dude's podcast. No disrespect, but I'm pretty sure you could have said whatever you wanted to as the guest. So next time, Kale, you're on a, another person's show. Be sure to shout him out. Shout me out. <laughs> nah, but I mean, you don't have to shout me out, but... If, um, you know, you are talking about the Fino Hunt episode again specifically, hook a brother up. Because this, Little Jordy, if you don't know, he's a local reggae artist in Hawaii. And he has some pretty big hits on the radio and, you know, has this heavy rotation. And um, he recently started a podcast, um, The Takalolo Show. <clears throat> And he's been having, like, you know, weed-themed guests and conversations. And I've checked out a bunch of his episodes, and um, it's fucking good. They got a nice spot. They do video and audio. So, yeah, it's a good one. Shout out to fucking another Hawaii podcast. <clears throat> having my friends on, and my friends not shouting me out. But anyways, um, see so yeah, how we were checking out Kalei at his farm. Just fucking cruising. It's a nice spot. Hito was able to just run and go crazy and be a kid. And Erickson missed out. So next time, now he knows. He was like, they have a trampoline. They have swings. He was all like, I was like, I told you you should have come. But, you know, he wants to hang out with his friends. It's already starting, six years old. But it's cool. My wife and I were just actually talking about how it's kind of nice that we get this, like, kind of one-on-one time with each kid. And we try to, like, you know, cherish those moments because it's not often. Usually we have two of them, and they're just constantly warring with each other, and we're playing referee. Um what else was I going to talk about? Oh, fuck. <clears throat> so I was thinking about getting an electric drum set. Because I used to play fucking drums back in the day. In like, I don't know, 19, the ni- late 90s to the early 2000s. Nah, probably like the mid, well, if you consider like intermediate school band percussion playing the drums. Which is actually how I got into playing the drums. Because, um, so in like 7th and 8th grade at Highlands Intermediate School, I was in band and I played percussion. And the only reason I chose that is because to me it felt the least band geeky. Like, you know, you're a drummer. Like, it felt at least kind of cool. And um, you only had to ever carry around the drumsticks. So I was like, fuck, bet. <clears throat> and um so like you know we i actually learned like rudiments and all that kind of shit i can't remember any of it now you know some of its memory i don't know what the names of things are but 
I can still play the drums. But that led me to when I was in ninth grade, my neighbor across the street, Mikey, who I grew up with and went to school with, he um knew this other guy, Oliver, who was like wanting to start a punk rock band. It was him, it was Oliver, John, Marshawn, and I want to say like, it's going to sound weird, but it, I think it was Jason Lee. Not that Jason Lee from the Jungle Book, but Jason Lee who used to live right behind Mikey. And we all like grew up in YPO together, like skateboarding and fucking hanging out because we all live so close. But so like they were starting a punk band and they somehow or Oliver somehow found out that like I played drums, but like I didn't really play drums. I was playing a drum, like one snare at a time or like just the bass or other percussion shit. So I never actually like sat at a drum set, but fuck, he didn't know that. And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to be in a punk band. So I told Oliver, yeah, 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 I know how to play the drums. And they had a drum set. I didn't have to like get my own drum set or anything. So I was like, cool. So I had to like figure it out and just hope for the best Hopefully that didn't suck too bad, um, which I did suck pretty bad, but enough to play drums for a while in a punk band called Field Trip. We did play one show out in Wahiwa in like some old auditorium. I think it was somebody's birthday party. And like, I think I might have played like one or two songs. You know, I wasn't the greatest drummer, but... I was able to play a couple punk songs. And then from there, I just kind of just kept practicing. And then our other friend, who was also older than me, this guy, Jacob, fucking, he would hang out and come around. And he was like, oh, show me how to play the drums, which is really weird because now I'm showing someone else how to play the drums. And I don't even technically know how to play the drums. But, you know, I can show people easy four counts or whatever. See, that's the thing when it comes to these things, like patterns and names of things. And like, I don't fucking know. I have to like just pretend. So I'm like teaching this guy and he's actually really good. And he's like, oh, can I borrow a drum set? I was like, fuck, yes. I mean, it's not even my drum set. So I remember him borrowing it. And then all of a sudden I was out of the band because he was a better drummer than me. I was like, what the fuck? So, but he's fucking actually really good. And he actually, I think, went on to go play drums in other bands. Um, Jake, what band was he in? Uh, I can't remember. But, um, yeah, so I was out of the band. And then this motherfuckers asked me if they could still practice in my garage because that was the only place they were allowed to. I told them, go fuck yourselves. But I think I let them hang out a couple times in practice. Because I still wanted to, like, hang out and be friends with everybody. So, whatever. But, um, yeah, and then Field Trip became, like, the band that played fucking a couple school assemblies, I believe, at our school. Them and the Petty Fords. Fucking, yeah, what was that? Fuck. Jeremy Road. 
Kevin, and fucking Roy was a three-piece punk rock band named after one of our teachers in high school, Miss Pettyford. Bruh, they were the shit too back in the day. The Pettyfords and Field Trip from Pro City High School. Fucking probably like 1996 to 97, maybe. And then fast forward to like our senior year or maybe after we graduated. Maybe it was after we graduated. Me and Chandrick and fucking Sean Torres and Jesse and all of us. We were like, let's make our own band. Like, let's make a band. I think Hadrian had got a drum set somehow. I don't know why he would even get a drum set. Who the fuck knew Hadrian was even into fucking playing drums? But he had a drum set and like fucking Jesse and Jerry are already super fucking talented. And Chandrick was talented because he comes from like a musically gifted nutsack from his dad. His dad is Del Mendoza who fucking was in Aura, which is at the time was like a super popular band in Hawaii, like in the 70s and 80s. But they used to like tour all over. So that's his dad. He shreds the fucking guitar. So he's already fucking like skilled at he could like pick up the bass and he could just play the bass. So we were like, fuck, let's have a band. I could play the drums. So we did that. But like we didn't really like I mean, we were like fucking around. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like we were actually like, let's practice and fucking do this and do that. And then Richie, Jesse and Jerry's older brother, who's fucking also super talented, like these Campania brothers. Jesus Christ, they came from a talented nutsack. But Richie joined in and there was like eight of us or some shit. It was like the craziest, biggest band. And then slowly but surely it whittled down, I think. I started showing Jerry how to play the drums and this motherfucker got better than me. So he became the drummer and then Jesse became the lead singer and fucking Richie became the bass player. And then all of a sudden they were this, they were this band called speed limit. And then their cousin Noel for a little while was the DJ. So they had like this fucking scratching element to their fucking shit and i was like bro they were the shit it was fucking dope and then we didn't have a band and jesse and his brothers had a fucking band called speed limit and then i think me Chandrick, sean torres Fucking Travis and Daniel decided we were going to do our own band and would fuck around but never really, like, actually played any gigs or did anything like that. Like, we were a legit garage band. I think our name was Doll Roots or Jobless because, like, none of us had jobs and we were just going to be musicians, but that wasn't true because we all had jobs. And none of us were actual musicians. And then Speed Limit got Max to play drums for them. 
And then once Max joined, there was Jerry on guitar, Richie on bass, and then Jesse, lead singer and guitar, and Max on fucking drums. And so, yeah, it was pretty fucking crazy. And then they became 8250, and they're now they're like famous and shit. And now one of their songs, my most favorite song, is the theme music of this podcast. Like crazy stories, right? No, fuck. Sorry, I had to pause around. My nose was getting fucked up. I tried to pick it up where I left off. And it just felt weird. But. Jesus Christ. It's fucking allergies or whatever the hell it is. It's not Rona. I don't know. So yeah, I was thinking about getting an electric drum set. Because yeah, I haven't played in a while. I mean, my work, we have a drum set. And occasionally we get to set it up and play at work. But. Not to the boss's knowledge, if you know what I mean. But it's ours. It's the company's fucking drum set. But. So, yeah. And then I can put it in the studio. So, I'm going to have to make more space somehow to fit that shit in. But, yeah, I'm going to fucking practice and just fuck around on the drums again. So, yeah, I haven't played the drums in. Like, played, played. Like when we actually would like practice and that's how I got the fucking nickname, the obnoxious Howley, because during our practices, you know, how like in between songs and shit. When people are trying to talk and like work shit out, I would just sit there and just fucking play the drums. Like I can't sit at a drum set and not play like if you don't want me to play the drum set, I need to get up and like walk away. So if you need quiet time, then I need to move because if I'm sitting there, how can you not play it? But that's the beauty of an electric drum set because you could just plug headphones in and then all anybody else hears is like the tapping on the mesh pads or whatever. But I I watched a video on YouTube about this specific one that I was looking at getting. And fuck, it was like kind of still loud, just the tapping. And it was kind of irritating, actually. I was like, fuck, that's kind of annoying. So I don't know, it might be equally as irritating to outside people if you're not like soundproofing a room or whatever. But yeah, just the fact that you're not banging on a loud drum set all the time. Save everybody in the house. And then when the kids practice, if they want to learn, it won't be as annoying because they could just put the headphones on and hear it themselves. And it has all kind of other features. You can like plug in your own music and play along. And they have like practice tracks where you can drop out the drums so you can play along with that. Something about like some sort of feature where you can play along to something and it scores you. But this studio is starting to turn back into a catch-all room. There's like bags of clothes that were donating and all kinds of shit that's starting to pile up again. And even with that shit gone, I still am going to be pressed for space for a fucking electric drum set rack. Yeah, but I really wanted a, I've wanted a drum set for so long again. I've always wanted those mesh pads. Like the I remember when if they I first were like was aware of them was like early 2000s 
and the drum set was it was a Roland, and they were like the first ones to do these mesh drum heads on these electric drum sets. And it was like three grand. I was like, Brad can't afford that. And I didn't even have good enough credit to finance it. So I wasn't able to get it. And all this time, I've been lusting after one. And now there's an affordable option. And the reviews were mixed. Some people were saying how it's so great for the price. And then some people were just saying it's dog shit. Like, it's not worth it. But see, that's where I'm, like, conflicted. Because I just pay a little more and get a little better one. You know, that is this good enough for what I'm looking for? I'm not going to be, like, really rocking out and jamming out to some heavy shit or anything like that. It's more to just fuck around. Maybe even try to record. Who knows? But I'm not fucking Tommy Lee or anything. So I doubt I'm going to put it through that much fucking stress. But I don't know. Maybe investing a little more so it lasts a little longer. Yeah, I don't know, I gotta look. Sweetwater, shout out. This episode is not sponsored by Sweetwater. Um, yeah, fuck, I used to play the drums back in the day. So, let's fucking do that again, right? Let's make this studio multi-purpose for music enjoyment, music education, and for podcasting to you, beautiful people. This is going to be weird. I didn't realize that when I paused the fucking recording, it was going to start it on a different track. But whatever. It shouldn't matter too much, I hope. But whatever. I feel like there's something else I wanted to talk about other than the drums. And Kalei's farm. Oh, fucking Kalei's going to open his shop. He had to push back the fucking grand opening. It was supposed to be the 1st of May. Um, there were some shipping hang-ups at the fucking docks or whatever. So he's waiting on some shit to come in. But don't worry. Follow him on Instagram. Oahu Garden Supply. And stay up to date. <clears throat> he will be having that grand opening soon. Soon come. I had reached out to Tom O'Connor to see if he would send me some audio files of some of his shit because he does that funky guitar stuff. Because I wanted to <coughs> fuck around and try and add some cajon or something, some kind of percussion to it. Just to try flex my creative musical muscle a little bit and I don't know, see if he likes it. If not, he can fucking whatever, you know. I'm not offended if it's shitty or if I'm not able to do it. I'm not going to be butthurt, but I thought it'd be cool. I don't know. He might have those kind of people where he lives, but... You know, I really do enjoy his style of music and what he's fucking doing on the guitar. So I figured, why not help a guy out? So he hasn't sent them yet, but hopefully soon. And I can add some percussion to 
is already if hopefully I can do it justice because this shit is kind of amazing and out there. And I don't know if my creativity can stretch to match his creativity, but I don't know. Should be fun. Should be a good exercise to test it out. See how it goes. Uh, I can feel my nose is still fucking like, what's it called? Like itchy on the inside. Like every once in a while, I'll get this pain on the inside of my nostril. It's fucking irritating. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, fuck, man. My nose. Fuck. So, speaking of corona, Hawaii basically implemented a corona passport in essence because in order to fly, well, not in order to fly, but what they're testing is like you can upload your vaccination card to a website or proof of vaccination to a website and that way when you travel inter-island you don't need to quarantine anymore between island you don't need to get a test prior to traveling but like right now in hawaii um if you fly in from the mainland you need a covid test three days prior oh close the door You need a COVID test three days prior to flying here. Otherwise, you need to quarantine 10 days. Um, same for Oahu residents flying to neighbor islands, but not for neighbor islands flying to Oahu. So what they're offering is if you have your vaccination, proof of vaccination, you can travel without fucking quarantining anywhere. Well, inter-island. And I have a theory, well, not a theory, but I just figure that, like, it makes sense that they would do that here because it's the only state in the United States that you have to fly to travel interstate even because, you know, like, they could have tried saying that in California. They'd be like, you can do this or do that to fly from, you know, San Diego to whatever, Seattle. But people would be like, uh, nah, we'll just drive in Hawaii, we don't have that option. So it's a good testing area to see first people's reaction, which there wasn't much pushback. And um, to see like just operationally how that goes, which I don't think it's going to work because with all the people who are posting pictures of their vaccination cards, they're like people can easily just make copies of that people probably already are making fake covid vaccination cards and fake covid tests so good luck tracking that it's gonna have to be some real federal database shit and that's why i think hawaii is just like the test area because just to see how it might work operationally for a little bit Oh, man, in order to try to fucking save myself from editing, I'm trying to pause every time I have to sneeze or do all this kind of shit, and it's starting to get real fucking irritating. 
and my nose just seems getting worse and worse and worse. So I think I'm just going to fucking call it quits already for this episode number 104. Please remember to check out the sponsors of Voices from the Planet. They are the Grow Guru and soon to be Oahu Garden Supply in Waipahu. Go fucking check them out. Uh, Pakalolo Seed, Moloka'i, Retro Hawaii, and Audible.com. All right, you guys. Thank you guys for listening as always. I'm sorry. I sound like shit. Better luck next week. I'll see you guys or hear you guys or you'll hear me next time. Love you guys. Peace.